This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta. Online at AudiAugusta.com. Colt Nost covers the game for CBS Sports. He's also the co-host of the Gravy and Sleaze on the PGA Tour Network on Sirius XM Radio. Also the co-host of the Subpar Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. He seems to have caught on to this broadcasting thing. It's a pleasure to welcome Colt Nost back to the Augusta Golf Show. Hi, Colt. Hey, John. Thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for finding the time. I know it's 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 difficult. You're a busy boy, even though the coverage is over. Speaking of the coverage, let me start with this. You, Amanda, and Homa sitting in chairs in Detroit. Um <laughs> That was television gold right there, my friend. That was a lot of fun. Max Homa makes it very easy. He's one of the best personalities in the game of golf. And, you know, it's always fun when Amanda, Amanda and I get to sit there on one of the par threes on a Saturday. And, you know, what? We, we had Harold Varner on at Hilton Head. And then to have Max, I mean, I, I was like, can we just have Max the entire time? That'd be great. Every week. He how, is just so much fun to talk to. How, how does that decision get made to take you off the golf course and, and, and spend the day doing that? So, I mean, I got to give all the credit to Stellar Shy, our lead producer um, at CBS. It was his idea to do it at Phoenix, which was an absolute home run when Sam Ryder made the hole-in-one. And then that kind of gave him the idea to do it a few other times, which, you know, I didn't think it was quite as exciting at Hilton Head and Colonial just because those part threes were so tough. But then you had Detroit, which was awesome, getting Max up there, and, and the crowd was really involved around 15 there at Detroit Golf Club. So it's something I think in the future we're going to do a few times a year. Okay, all right. Maybe mix it up, not at the same places. Yeah, we've had some ideas. Obviously, it's going to be at Phoenix because that is there's no better place than 16 at the Waste Management Phoenix Open on a Saturday. Um, something else I heard out of your mouth this week. Um, I was listening to the radio show I, Tuesday, I think, and you guys were talking about Memphis and this week and August and deodorant. You want to share that story with the listener? <laughs> Well, I would love to, as long as you're okay with it. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's just, you know, it gets it gets hot there in Memphis. You're doing a lot of walking, and as a male, you know, some things don't feel right down below. So we found this little secret. As I, as I joked, at Memphis, you see a lot of guys walking on the range like the old Western Cowboys getting ready for a shootout. You know, the legs <laughs> spread far apart, kind of a waddling to the range. So, you know, there's all these different remedies for it but i found if you carry an extra stick of deodorant throw it on in the morning you know you get ahead of the problem <laughs> and, and i love and, and we had to mention jason gore's name didn't we yes oh well he's the first guy of my rookie year at memphis i saw walking on the range like that and i was like oh my god what am i in for today uh-huh. <laughs> we're talking with colt nost here on the augusta golf show um if I made you today vote for player of the year, who is it? Scotty Scheffler. I mean, I, Cam Smith had an awesome year, um, you know, fantastic year. But you look at, I mean, look at the first cut points list is there for a reason. I mean, he's up 1,200 points. That's almost two and a half regular season wins. I mean, I know they both have a major. Cam's, um, Cam's players championship probably trumps a couple of. Scotty's wins, but man, Scotty won at Bay Hill too. I mean, he's 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 beat some pretty good fields. He beat he won Phoenix. Uh, I have to go, Scotty Scheffler, right now. And 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 would you put 
if if someone not named Scheffler or Smith wins the FedEx Cup, would you at least put them in the running? I think it would just depend on who it is. I mean, if it's Sam Burns, yes. Hmm. But I think majors are just so huge. I mean, winning the Masters or winning the Open Championship, that's a, that's a, that's a whole other level. You know, talking about majors, Colt, um, Rory's year, and he won in Canada, does – and and maybe Rory doesn't look back at this year as being a good year. It, was it a good year? I think it was a good step in the right direction. You know, Rory's been struggling quite a bit the last several years, not playing the golf we expect of Rory McIlroy. Yeah, he backdoored a lot of top tens at major champion stuff, but he was he was in the mix. Other than Augusta, I mean, everybody went nuts when he made the bunker shot at Augusta, thought he might have a chance, but Scotty was way out in front and in total control. But he put himself in the mix, I felt like, pretty much every major championship this year. So I think it was a step in the right direction for him. He's still not going to look back at it and be happy with it. What What does the player in you see when you see him struggle with wedges? I think he tries to do too much. You know, I've talked with him a lot about it. Um, you know, his, his natural ball flight's a high, towering draw. And, you know, he, he's the best driver of the golf ball on the planet, in my opinion. Um, he, when, he, when I follow him and he hits the driver, it's just I'm like, my God, if I could play from there, this would not be this would not be fair. Uh, but he he tries to do other things with the wedges, in my opinion, instead of just hitting his natural shot. Like if it spins back right, start at two steps right of it and let it fall left. I mean, that's what that's what he does on every single shot. I mean, you watch every six iron he hits, it's the same. So I just think he he tries to get a little too fancy with the wedges instead of just hey, hit the shot, hit, hit the shot that you know how to hit. More trouble, does he struggle more with the wedge or the putter? Or or, or, or does the putter reflect the wedge play? No, I think he's not as bad a putter as everybody thinks he is. I mean, I'm not, I haven't looked at the stats lately, but at one point he was like 46th in putting, which if Roy McIlroy is 46th in putting, he's going to do some damage. Um, I think it's just the wedges. He has so many opportunities. I remember following him at the PGA at Southern Hills, I think in the last – 11 holes, he had nine shots of a pitching wedge or, or lower, and he didn't, he didn't capitalize on any of them. And at that level, I just don't think you can afford to do that. Also, uh, talk to the listener uh, this morning, Colt, and I know the game is hard, but to the, list, uh, to the viewer, how does, how does Colin Morikawa fall off the radar? You know, I think he had so much success so early that a lot of things got... He is the most mature kid. Like, he is fantastic. He's great for the game of golf. I just think he got in a little bit of a funk. You know, when you, when you do all those things, when you when you win two major championships so early, when you, I mean, when you're one of the most marketable guys in the game, there's a lot of outside distractions, a lot of other um, a lot of other things you have to do off the golf course that might take away from your practice a little bit. And I think Colin just got in a little bit of a funk, but I'm not one bit worried about him. I think he's going to bounce back and We'll see Colin Morikawa, you know, contend and probably win major championships again. How many times, Colt, do and Colin's not the first to have gone through this. How many times do we hear that story? And maybe Scotty does it, who just kind of says, "No, I can't be distracted." Yeah, you're. I mean, it happens a lot because you can't prepare for it. You have no idea. I mean, you're coming out of college. You play in front of a few hundred people every week. You might do an interview here or there, but then you come out on the world stage. And you just absolutely start taking over. You're winning major championships. 
and it's a whole other ballgame. You're getting asked to go on, you know, primetime TV talk shows. You're getting asked to do this. You can show up here, do this, do that. Um, and it's hard to say no because you want to be so nice and you want to please everyone. But at the end of the day, you know, that takes away from your golf game. So um, I know it's not necessarily an off season for you. You've got you've got the radio show and the podcast, but but what does your off season look like? There's not much of one. Um, I head up this weekend to help Graham Dillette with his charity event okay. in Idaho, and then uh, from there I'm on a plane to New Jersey. I'm doing the U.S. Amateur for Golf Channel. Oh, good for you! Uh, and then, yeah, and then I'll be in Charlotte for the. President's Cup. I'm going to do some stuff for SiriusXM and some other stuff as well. And then I will be in Thailand for the Asian Pacific Amateur um, for Augusta National. Good for you. So you, you, you must really enjoy the broadcasting. It, have, have, do you enjoy oh, it more God. than you thought you would? I think so, yeah. I, I absolutely love it. Um, it's been, you know, I think the fact that it's gone so well and people seem to enjoy it obviously helps. You know, no one likes being criticized or hated on all the time, which I do get plenty of those as well. But I just love being out there. I, I love golf so much. Like, when I, I mean, even when I'm not working, if I'm at home and in the golf store, I'm like, that's what I'm watching. And so, you know, I'm a student of the game. I'm a golf nerd, if you want to say it that way. But, yeah, man, I love being out there. And people always ask me, would you ever want to move up to a tower one day? And I, honestly, I don't think I would. Like, I love being on the ground. I talk with the guys going up the fairway. Um, I interact with the gallery. It's just it's it's so much fun for me. I meant this when I said it at the beginning. Um, as you hear, it's a cram schedule for the boy. Uh, thank you for making time for this, Colt. I deeply appreciate it. I always do. And um, have a good rest of the year, and we'll talk again. You got it, John. I always appreciate coming on.